as we've been saying over these days. Mindfulness, our mindfulness practice. We are cultivating this establishment of mindfulness that allows, supports the capacity to be with whatever is arising in our experience. It really doesn't matter what the experience is. And we explore how we are with that experience, looking at the relationship to experience as being the movement towards right mindfulness. Sometimes we are noticing some experience, it's pleasant, we like it, we want it to continue and we are unaware of that relationship. In the unawareness we are kind of unwittingly reinforcing that desire, that greed, And likewise, with unpleasant experience, unpleasant experience arises and we may have a not liking it, wanting to push it away. And when we are unaware of that, not liking, wanting it to push away, wanting to push it away, we are unwittingly reinforcing that aversion. And yet, of course, We can't just turn a switch and flip off those likings and not likings, the wanting to continue, the wanting to go away. And so we explore opening to that aspect of experience too. Oh, unpleasant and not liking, that's what's happening. And there it's like we've stepped back again into that mindfulness that can just know what's happening in the moment. We've been encouraging you over these days to cultivate a stability of mindfulness with an anchor for the attention and not holding it tightly, but to allow other experience, especially when it's strong, when it kind of calls the attention, to not reject that, but to open to that too. The full range of our experience breath, body sensations, sound, sometimes seeing, smells, tastes, emotions, moods, thoughts, feeling tone, Pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. 
And even that subtle aspect of intention, the about to moment, the impulse, to act, to do, and also this relationship to whatever is happening. And so the full range of our human experience can be known with this very simple quality of mindfulness. Mindfulness itself is simple, very simple. One of my teachers, Sayadaw Utejaniya, says the meditating mind is simple, not complicated. So the meditating mind itself, just the simplicity of like a mirror reflecting what's in the room. The reflecting capacity of the mirror is simple. What it reflects may be very complex. And likewise with our mindfulness practice, what this process of mindfulness reflects is astounding. The mindfulness itself is simple. Today, we're going to explore what's sometimes called open awareness, where we we begin to let go of an anchor for the attention and explore this possibility of simply allowing mindfulness to reflect, letting go of that choosing or directing of the attention. And this can be another useful tool in our toolbox. And so we'll explore this today in a guided meditation. Helpful to begin with relaxation. Allowing the body to relax. Allowing the mind to relax. A relaxed mind is very naturally present. It's kind of like all the things our mind gets up to, the planning, the remembering, the judging. All of that is is extra, is added in a way. And when all of that relaxes, very naturally, we can be aware. We are aware, already aware, perhaps. Sometimes in relaxing the body and mind, 
a useful tool I found. Perhaps once we've consciously relaxed the body in whatever way that we can. To drop in a request to the mind and body. And not try to do it, but just see how the mind and body respond to the request. May the body relax. Sometimes our our organism, our system, understands a way to relax more deeply than we do consciously. And the question or the request can kind of tap into that possibility. May the body relax. May the mind relax. And allowing your attention to connect with your anchor at the beginning here. In that relaxation of body and mind. Perhaps receiving sound or breath, or whole body. Sometimes in attending to body sensation, Exploring the experience of breath and body. Sometimes it can be interesting, interesting to explore the possibility of almost as if we were listening to the body. patient and receptive. How does the body communicate? How does the breath let us know what's happening? And there's no need to tighten down on your anchor for the attention. As we connect to the anchor, stabilize the attention. That stability can actually open us to 
recognizing when other experience is happening. We can use the anchor as a focus at times. And it can also be a way to allow us to open more fully to the broader range of experience. One of my teachers offered an analogy, Tanasaro Bhikkhu. If there's a candle in the middle of a room, you might look right at the candle, focus in on the candle, notice how the flame is. That's one way to be with that candle in the room. Or you can notice the light from the candle illuminates the room. And it can be a little bit of a a relaxing around a focus that allows that illumination of our broader range of experience. So there's perhaps the breath or body or hearing and other experience happening. Hearing and the breath. Hearing and the breath. body sensations and hearing. Emotions and the breath. Thinking. And the breath. we can begin to allow a more open connection to experience. And let there be a tether, a gentle connection to our anchor. 
And now I'd like to invite you to let go of any tethering, that even that light tethering to the anchor. And simply see if the mindfulness can follow the attention. What's obvious in this moment? Where is the attention naturally connecting? And in this moment, where is the attention naturally connecting? Allowing a little bit of letting go of that control of focus or choosing What's obvious in any moment our attention is connecting to something and we can be mindful of it. Sometimes this can be an experience of a feeling of surfing following the river that Brian spoke about last night, the allowing the attention to flow, allowing the awareness to flow with the attention like a river. And sometimes it can feel more jumpy, like the attention pops from one thing to another. Sometimes it can feel like the attention is broad and taking in many things at the same time. Receiving the experience of life. There's no one right way that this happens, that we notice life. How is it for you?
Sometimes as we open to a broader range of experience, we can also begin to tune into awareness itself, mindfulness itself, this simple aspect of recognizing, reflecting, It might be like body sensations can be experienced in a field of awareness. Maybe body sensations are known like points of light like stars in the sky. Or maybe they're known more as a wash of sensation, like the Milky Way is a wash of sensation. A wash of, not precise, but sometimes our sensations can be like that. And the awareness may be like the velvety darkness of the sky that holds and allows us to know the stars. Sometimes we're attuned to the stars, sometimes to the, to the sky. And likewise in our mindfulness, sometimes sensations or sounds, emotions may be obvious. And at other times we may touch into the awareness of the sensations.
And at any time, this feels untethered or the mind is kind of not really connecting to experience, you're welcome to touch back in to the anchor. That light touch that allows an opening to our human experience.
if this exploration of letting go of the anchor and opening to just what is obvious, what is arising, is supportive for you. You're welcome to play with it. Continue to explore this. Receptive, open awareness. At the end of the guided meditation, or towards the end of the guided part, I offered the exploration potentially of noticing the awareness. There's, in our experience, there's what we are aware of and that we are aware. And we can be aware of either. Sometimes both we can be aware of almost the sense of the awareness and what awareness is aware of. My teacher, Saido Tejaniya, used the analogy of, of looking through glasses. Those of you who wear glasses, um, this can be very evocative, but um, often when we wear glasses, it brings the objects, the world, into focus. It allows a clarity of seeing. And we're not so much aware that we're looking through glasses. And if you wear glasses, for me, my eyes are very nearsighted, so when I take the glasses off, there's fuzz. And then I can kind of recognize, yes, looking through this I can't really see it, but I, there's, there's, there's a knowing of, of the, the glasses are the way that I'm able to see the clarity. And kind of similarly with the awareness. The awareness, the, the way the mind knows in that way. is a whole way that we know our experience. as I began to get familiar with that possibility of being aware of the awareness, I started trying to do it. That gave me such a headache. So I went and reported this to Sayadaw and he said, don't try to do it. Just notice when the awareness is knowing objects and when it can touch into that awareness. In fact, the looking for it, the looking for that awareness will get in the way of being able to recognize it. And so I don't try to do that. It's, a, it's something our minds can know, can touch into, and the more continuous our mindfulness gets, that aspect of experience can show itself to us. And so, this is a, an, 
an offering and yet not something to, to do. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.